What would you do if you lost it all? Imagine you lose everything. No money, no name, no reputation. How much more success would you have if you could start all over? I was getting tired of doing the same thing every day with my detail business. I missed the excitement of having a new business. I decided to do something drastic. I gave it all up and decided to start all over. Follow me on my journey for 30 days to see what I do to start all over and build a new detailing business from nothing. Welcome to the show. My name's Andrew Sterk and I'm your host. Okay, here we are on day number 19. So actually today I don't have my microphone with me, but I did get a new phone. So hopefully the sound turns out okay. If not, I apologize. But what we're going to talk about today is paperwork. Today I'm going to try and get a lot of paperwork done. Uh, the paperwork I'm talking about is uh, anything that you can print or use as a digital piece of paper. So maybe like pamphlets, business cards, um, you know, invoices, uh, free quotes, anything that you would think that you might need someone to fill out or you might want to give to someone so a cool little hack for your pamphlets and your business cards is you can actually create them for free on canva that's the my favorite thing um if you have experience with any kind of uh, graphics or any any kind of design or anything like that you'll probably know a better solution to that problem but for me Canva is the only thing that it's really, really easy to use and it's really, really cheap. And it's just something that I like uh, to use and uh, you can kind of build whatever you want with it. It's really, really cool. I really like it, Um, but I'm not uh, really big into graphic design or anything. So first thing I I do is, um, which I've already done, is uh, create a digital business card. So you can go and find the size of the business card, um, create it, and then I save it as a PDF and then I can, and as a picture, and I basically just text it to whoever wants a business card. If anyone says, oh, do you have a card? I say, yeah, what's your number? I'll text it to you. Uh, the, this way I have the person's phone number the uh, and I can actually retarget them if I need to. So. A lot of times if you have business cards and you hand them a piece of paper, they will set it in their car and then it'll fall on the ground under their seat and you'll, uh, they'll take it somewhere else and someone else will find your business card under their seat because they lost yours. The trick with the digital business card is um, getting their phone number so that way in a week or so you can, um, maybe a couple days after you give them the card, you can say oh yeah, uh, this is Andrew from, you know, whatever detail, whatever your business name is. Um, I, you know, I'm just following up to make sure to see, make sure you got my digital card. Okay. And seeing if you wanted to schedule something, it's just anything like just really simple. Hope you have a good day, you know, something like that. So that is, um, that is going to make you a lot more money because just handing out business cards isn't as effective as it used to be. Um, you can definitely print. I definitely recommend printing business cards because it is nice to have them. Um, you can go to, I think I use Vistaprint and I think it was like 10 bucks for 500 cards or something like that. It's pretty cheap. It's, it's, 
it's not it's worth just having some around uh, but the problem is is I hardly I don't use them as much as I used to with my old business because I use the digital cards a lot more often I don't like to carry a lot around with me it's and they I just have a box of them uh, you know basically sitting around just in case I need them but I usually keep one or two on me um, you can kind of slip them into uh, different things put a little stack in certain businesses a lot of a lot of local businesses will have a little desk with local business cards uh, for people that offer services that are similar to theirs or or aren't similar to theirs um, so they can kind of network together so uh, definitely utilize those things I do put a stack I keep a stack in my car and I do put a stack anytime I see uh, anything like that around or if I have a friend who has a business I leave a stack on their uh, counters and you know things like that just to kind of get out there but um, that's the that's kind of my take on business cards is do your best to give them both if you can say oh I have a digital business card can I text it to you and then when they say oh yeah here's my number and they give you your number then hand them a uh, physical one as well you know and say oh if you you know you can, uh, f- f- you know, if you lose your, if you delete your messages or whatever, you can, uh, here's a card as well. So a lot of people go through and delete their pictures. I know I do. And their messages off of their phone pretty frequently, if not daily. So, um, it's also good to have paper, uh, business cards. Now, what else do I need to do? I need to do a lot of the other paperwork. So, um, other paperwork I use is um, uh, quotes, quote sheets. So I have, I use those uh, for every car. And what I'll do is if I get a, if I get pictures of a vehicle from a client, then I can have an idea of what it's going to need. And I kind of try and figure out what their wants are because this 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 little sheet that I make it it kind of has a little uh, breakdown of the detail so you know I kind of go over the door jams and the engine bay and you know the carpets the the seats you know depending on what they really want done like a lot of a lot of times people are like you know I spilled this thing on my seat I really just want you know my seat cleaned and then a good thorough you know cleaning and vacuum but you know I don't need like everything I don't I don't really want my car to look perfect because my kids are just going to get it and thrash it the second you're done so but I do, would like it just kind of cleaned up and dusted and things like that so I have basically a little list that I make uh, that I go through the car with them when I get to them in person um, and also I try and gauge over the phone w- whether by text or by um, uh, phone call and after I get a couple of pictures of the car and can say, okay, I see this, I see this, you know, you, you know, and I kind of fill out the sheet as if I were kind of going through the car and giving them recommendations on what needs to be done to make the car look either perfect or as perfect as I can get it for a uh, reasonable price. I don't want to, you know, try and sell $2,000 jobs to every car I get. That's just not what I really do. Um, there are a lot of people that <clears throat> do want a perfect car and paint correction and everything else, but definitely not every customer is into that. Most people just want their car cleaned. They want it to look like 
they actually kept it up when they have it for the last year or six months or however long it's been. So anyway, uh, back to paperwork. So I have a little sheet that I fill out and I basically, it's just a little checklist and then I add up the cost at the end. Um, and it has basically three choices for each thing. Like I'll go through and say seats, you know, vacuum, uh, if they're cloth or leather, I'll do a wipe down and then I'll have a wipe down and condition and then I'll have a deep clean and condition. So there are different prices going to take me longer to do each thing. So I kind of go through the whole car and do that. Um, like for the engine bay, I have a option for a rinse and dress. Uh, so what I do is I just kind of, it's probably, you know, for a newer car, that's just got a little dust on it. Your engine bay is a little dirty, but it's not a bunch of built up grease or anything like that. It just really kind of needs a uh, rinse off and, uh, the plastics to be, uh, conditioned a little bit. So, uh, that's another option. And then I have a, um, degrease and dress. So what that is, is <clears throat> I soak the vehicle in degreaser and rinse it and dress it. And then I have a deep clean, which is basically a full detail on the engine bay, which is scrubbing, uh, the whole, you know, the whole top view of the engine. I do take the pressure washer and some degreaser to the bottom as well. Um, so that's another option. But like I said, that gets a lot more expensive. So when you start adding these things up, if people want, if people have a car that's five years old that has a very greasy engine, they want the engine bay done. And they would. Uh, sorry, I just got a call. Um, so if the, you know, the carpets need shampoo, the seats need deep cleaned, you know, we you, you can kind of add that up. And so you're not spending a bunch of time on a detail and not charging for it. Cause you definitely want to make sure that you're charging for your time. So that's another piece of paperwork. That's very crucial to me. Um, I use that for every single vehicle. So that is something that's very important that I need to have done. Uh, also pamphlets. So I do offer, um, different variations of a, you know, reoccurring detail plan. So if somebody wants to have it done, once a week, once every two weeks, once a month. I have uh, three different options for that as well. Uh, basically, um, you know, the more often you do it, the cheaper it gets. So per detail. Um, and then also if I'm cleaning it once a week, I also throw in a free detail every three months. If I do it every two weeks, I do a free detail every six months. And if I do it once a month, I do a free detail once a year. And these kind of things are pretty easy because you can kind of keep up on the vehicle since you're, since you're the one doing it and basically keep it looking like it's been freshly detailed pretty much all the time. So that's another piece of paperwork that I use for people. Cause a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, I, I really want to keep it like this you know, how much, you know, how much does it cost? What, you know, what are my options? And so I just give them the, the piece of paper that has a pamphlet that has everything on it. I have a digital and physical copy of it. Um, usually I'll send a digital copy of it after I do a detail after about a week. And I'll say, Hey, if you want to keep your car looking the way it did when I finished it, 
uh, here are my different options. Basically, for this price, I keep your car looking like this uh, every time I come visit and see it. So that's kind of my sell on it, is that you get a freshly detailed car either once a week, once every two weeks, uh, once every month, and then I do a full go through on the whole thing, um, you know, every three months, every six months or every year. So that's my, that's my paperwork, uh, for now. I, I do have, um, another piece of paperwork. I do have uh, liability waivers that I have every client sign. So just as if you were to take your car to the mechanic, they have you sign a piece of paper, basically saying that they're not responsible for other things that break. If they're fixing your alternator and your starter goes out, they're not responsible for it. So I, I have a similar uh, piece of paper for the engine bay. So if I do engine bay cleaning, I have a separate kind of, you know, form that they have to sign that waives my right, there waives my liability for anything going wrong. Because if they're is something wrong with their vehicle already and they try and blame it on me, I'm covered. If it's something that I actually did that I know for sure that I messed up and, and got something wet that wasn't supposed to be wet, I take the responsibility and I cover it. But there's a lot of different things. I always talk to my mechanic about what vehicles, because there's a lot of vehicles that there are certain components that can't get wet. Um, you can't disconnect the battery to every single vehicle because you might need the dealer to reset the computer uh, before it'll start again. So you'll have a dead car sitting in your shop. So there's a lot of different uh, engines and cars out there. And it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of liability trying to take on um, all that stuff just to do a uh, detail on the engine. So make sure you know what you're working on. Um, ask the client if there's anything that's not working kind of test it out I always kind of test the windows and uh, stuff like that and, and kind of look around when I first get the vehicle to make sure th there isn't um, any issues with the vehicle like the airbag stuck on or one of the windows won't roll down or something like that because what can happen is they may maybe didn't realize that their window was broken and you do a detail on it and they say oh you must have got something wet my window doesn't work anymore my rear you know window that i haven't opened in 10 years doesn't doesn't work anymore and you're like well i that was like that when you got it so um i do have them sign a little waiver and then i have a checklist as well that does kind of a anything wrong with the car so i go around the vehicle uh pre-existing damages scratches dents things like that um windshield you know i usually check the windshield pretty good i do check if there's any engine lights on or anything like that tire pressure light there's you know there's sensors for every, for everything in these cars now so i do kind of go over and do that so the the paperwork side of it um there's a lot of different stuff you can actually use a lot of i think it depending on what your if you're you know kind of a busier um, shop that has the extra money to spend on it there are a lot of different programs that you can actually use all this digitally with like an ipad and kind of mark off all the stuff on those and have the client just sign the ipad so you don't have a bunch of paperwork uh, laying around um, but if you're just starting off you you know just print it all out just kind of go through do a general like hey this is you know look up 
some stuff on the internet and find, you know, some kind of general liability waivers of, you know, mechanics and things like that because you don't want to be responsible for something that you didn't do and also you want to go over the vehicle while the client's there to make sure if there's something broken that you're not getting blamed for it and so a lot of times you'll point out something that's wrong with the vehicle that they didn't know about certain scratches and stuff you know i detail cars for a living so i see scratches from a mile away a lot of the clients don't they don't even notice a lot of them so Um, Some of the lighter scratches and stuff, they don't even really know they're there. So when you start pointing that stuff out, it also can lead to a little more sales as well. If the client is, uh, if it's something that bothers the client and they actually want to get fixed. So um, that is the plan for today is just to get some some paperwork done, get digital uh, copies of everything and save them to my phone so that I can send them out and then also uh, print out copies of everything so that I have uh, physical copies as well. I keep a little uh, binder folder in my in my uh, vehicle so that I can just kind of have it on hand whenever I need to. I can pull it out and do a quick quote. Uh, that's my uh, plan for today. So keep following me along. Uh, Go to detailsecrets.com if you need some more information. And you can also go to my Facebook group at Detail Secrets as well. Uh, Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want any help growing your detail business, go to detailsecrets.com and book a call with me. It doesn't matter what level you are, whether you're just starting out, been in business for a bit, or a master detailer. If you want to set higher goals, get to the next level with your business, and better your life, book a call now. Honestly, it's just a call. Go to the show notes or detailsecrets.com and book now.